hallelujah, hallelujah, bless the name of our God. And so, God, we do thank, honor, and praise you right now for your faithfulness unto your people. God, we thank you for continuing to keep us, to watch over us, to provide and protect us. Hallelujah, oh God, in the midst of it all. Now, oh Lord, as I stand here, ready to proclaim your word, God, we ask that you will place us on the decrease while you increase in us. Oh God, let the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts, let it be acceptable unto you, oh God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Oh God, we remember this morning, hallelujah, that the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of God shall stand forever. It's with that conviction we say amen and amen this morning you have heard you have heard the reading the reading of the text this morning by which pastor keith has lifted up so that you may hear what the spirit of the lord is saying to the people on this lord's day and you heard him say uh, that our sermonic theme or title this morning is humble yourself. Oh God, I know somebody about to click the off button right about now. That's not something that we like to hear a lot about, but we're going to talk about it anyhow. Uh, and if you just hold on a little bit, you might come away feeling better and be having a better understanding and the richness of humility. You all probably uh, are remembering uh, not too long ago um, the first lady of the United States whose name happened at that time was Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama. Uh, but Michelle uh, uh, had us understand some things when sizing up those barrage of insults uh, that came against she and her husband uh, and her family and, and all of their politically aligned friends and their cohorts. Uh, when she made that famous statement, uh, kind of go viral, if you will, when she said, when they go low, well, uh, we go high, uh, or when they go high, uh, we go low. Is that how it went? No. I was right the first time. Okay, when they go low, we go high. There you go. And so the statement certainly will resonate with many of us as it was her way of really saying that we've got to take the high road when people hurl insults and those innuendos and those uh, inordinate amounts of false information at us. Uh -huh. This we find was an excellent way, an excellent statement uh, for us to deal with some of those awkward types of situations. Uh, now we as pastors Brown and Brown uh, uh, don't know who this might be for, but we believe that God is helping us help somebody told us to tell you to humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble yourself simply means injecting some humility in the situations in life. To take the time to be humble and uh, uh, face when facing those adverse kinds of situations. Take the time to be humble on your job and in your close relationships. Humility, humility is not just something that we uh, as a society uh, 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 seem to be good at. It, it's, just, it's just not. We're not 
in a place where uh, humility is held at highest esteem. Uh, uh, you don't have classes that uh, come together to teach you how to be uh, uh, humble and to show humility. Uh, nobody, nobody wants to go to school and get a degree and being hum uh, being humble. Uh, uh, but 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 we even have some circles. Uh, we got some circles where humility is never the part of a or a part of the equation. It's not popular. It's not popular. And it seems to show up often, uh, hallelujah, in our walk and in our talk that it is not something that people gravitate towards. <clears throat> to be humble is to intentionally lower yourself in importance, to lower your position of esteem. In other words, uh, Sometimes you have to get off your pedestal of me, myself, and I. And sometimes highlight other people higher or above yourselves. Yeah, yeah. Humble yourself because we are not all that. Oh, somebody needs to understand that. Humble yourself because many times someone else really deserves a better spotlight then we do humble yourselves because we may it may not be your time to sign just yet so our word to god's people this morning is humble yourself come on pastor Keith. and so our text today tells us uh, the parable that jesus is telling uh, where he noted how some people are not very humble. Mm. And when invited somewhere or when finding themselves in positions of esteem, well. they always have to exalt themselves mm. and take the best places, mm -hmm. take the best seats, uh -oh. and the best of everything for themselves, mm. not considering others. I bet I have some witnesses out there. If you look at our current governmental system uh -huh. and some of those who are in it not always are they concerned about mm -hmm. the people they're more concerned mm -hmm. about themselves yeah. and the text says that Jesus used a wedding feast as the example in this parable and he noticed how each had tried to elbow their way into the highest places of honor yeah. you know we yeah. got folk out there who love to elbow themselves into the highest place of honor. But Jesus points out that somebody more honorable than you might have been invited to the same feast. Jesus then tells us that when you get to a feast such as this, don't immediately go up and take the highest place of honor, but humble yourself, humble yourself, and sit in the lowest esteemed place. Oh, that's a hard job for some of us, but we, we've got to learn to do that more often than not. Uh, and as the Message Bible puts it, he says, if you keep your nose in the air, mm -hmm. you are going to end up flat on your face. I hope somebody knows what I'm talking about. With, and you, you'll be on your face with embarrassment. And, and, and particularly if you're asked to move, to another seat. Jesus. Reminds me of how people uh, sometimes get in the wrong seat somewhere and they say, well, can you move over here, over 
there. I've even been moved as a preacher in another seat. And I didn't intend to sit in the wrong seat. But that's a story for another day. We get embarrassed particularly if we're asked to move. But if you're content in yourself, mm-hmm. content on. to be yourself, Jesus. Oh, you will be, become more than yourself. Mm. Uh, in other words, if you start out seeking the lower position, mm-hmm. you might unknowingly be blessed oh. with the highest seat of honor. That's the message Jesus is telling us today. Ah. After that, Jesus addressed the host and he said to the host, now, don't you just invite all your friends and family and rich folk the next time you're entertaining and you got the party going on. Those who are able to return the favor, don't just invite them, but come on down the peg and, and invite some of the poor folk. Invite some of those who have been maimed, some of those who are even lame, and, and some of them who are blind. And let me tell you, you'll be blessed uh, because they can't repay you. And you'll receive your blessing from the Lord later. So let me tell you a quick story. Uh, After getting all of Pope Benedict's luggage loaded into a limousine at an airplane airport, uh, and he had a lot of uh, items to be loaded. Mm-hmm. His driver, the limo, notices that Pope Benedict was still standing on the curb. Uh, so he says to Pope, uh, excuse me, your holiness, will you please take your seat so we can leave? And the Pope says, well, tell you the truth, they never let me drive at the Vatican, and so I would really love to drive today. Well, I'm sorry, I can't do that, said the driver. I just can't do that. I might lose my job. I might lose my position, and I just can't do that. Uh, some, so many crazy things might happen. If I let you drive, I just can't do that. So the Pope said, well, there might be something extra in it for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so the driver, thinking about the holiness, the Pope sitting there, his closeness to God and all the things that he might get blessed with. He says, okay, I'll let you drive this time, and he gets in the back seat. But instantly, he regrets the decision called the Pope, takes the wheel, and speeds off at 150 miles per hour, just speeding down the road like a bat out of you know where. Uh, and, and so the, the, the driver said to him, uh, please slow down, please slow down, your holiness, please slow down. Uh, he said, but the Pope kept on putting the pedal to the metal. Uh-uh. And he floored until they could hear the sirens of the cops Uh-oh. coming together. Uh-oh. Oh, so the man was upset that then. Man. He was fearing that he was going to lose his license, he was going to lose his job, he was going to lose oh. the car. And so he begged the Pope, pull over, pull over. Uh, for which the Pope does pull on over. And he quickly rolls down the window. Minister Swan, the cop, look, took one look at the Pope, uh-huh. goes back to the motorcycle, mm-hmm. and gets on the radio. Goes to the radio, he says, uh, to his chief. He tells him that he, he will just stop by 
uh, a car uh, going 150 miles per hour, just stopped the car going 150 miles per hour, mm-hmm. to which the chief told the cop that was on the motorcycle, well, bust them then. Just go on and bust them. And the cop said, well, I don't think I can do that. I, I just don't think because he is really important. And the chief said, what you mean? I, that's all the more reason to bust them because he is so important. So the chief said, uh, uh, ask him, uh, he, he, he said, who, who you got in there? You got the mayor in there? And the little cop on the motorcycle said, nope, I don't have the mayor. He said, bigger is who I got. He said, oh, you got the governor. He said, no, 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 I don't have the governor. I got mm-hmm. bigger. He said, well, who is in there then? Mm-hmm. The cop said, well, I think it's God. I think it's God. Okay. Uh, he, to which the chief said, well, what makes you think it's God? He said, well, he's sitting in the back seat, and he's got the Pope as his driver. And so, therefore, we have a little humorous story here. Amen. Come on, Pastor. Amen. Amen. Well, bless the cop. This morning. <laughs> yeah, I might would think somebody was really important in the back as well. We bless the Lord. And, and as we continue to look at our text uh, this morning, uh, I just want to pull out a few points that may help us as we are moving towards this whole humility piece this morning. And the first thing I want to bring to our attention is Jesus sees it all. When we look at our text in verse number seven, the text in Luke is really upfront with how this became a parable in the first place. He shows us why Jesus had to make this uh, a teachable moment. Uh, Oh, I love the word of God because he uses uh, every opportunity to teach his children and to set an example. The passage begins with the words like this. (coughs) Jesus Jesus says uh, when he noticed how the guests pick their seats. That's how the NIV writes it faster. Then the NLT says, when Jesus noticed that all who came to dinner were trying to sit in the seats of honor near the head table, dot, 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 King James or New King James writes, so he told a parable to those who were invited when he noted how they chose the best places. What the text is really showing us, my brothers and sisters, in all of these translations is that God and Jesus is watching and he sees how often we will place ourselves in positions that make us feel and look important. Oh, somebody better talk to me this morning. You see, we need to know that Jesus is still watching as we push our way into seats of honor and press our way into places that we have not yet been invited. In other words, Jesus sees our arrogance and our audacity and he will step to us and remind us that this is not his way and therefore neither should it be ours. Oh, come on, brothers and sisters. As followers of Jesus, 
somebody better know that he's got his eyes on us yeah. and he is watching our every move. Somebody better say Jesus sees it all. Sees it all. Oh, he sees it all. Yes, he sees he it all. Pastor Keith, that's the first thing we need to understand. Second point is this. Jesus knows where we belong. Right. Oh God, oh God, if we move further down in the text and we look at the 11th verse and the A uh, portion of the text, uh, we hear Jesus sending out uh, a warning to the Pharisees. Uh, oh, somebody better see that it's a warning. He's telling them that if you exalt yourselves, uh, you will be humbled. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You see, when we identify and define what exalt is, we understand that it is when we glorify or elevate something. That's what it means to exalt. We, we, we call, and I'm going to use this as, a, as a, 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 an example for us this morning. You see, we call the expensive good liquor, if you will, that top shelf. Oh, come on, somebody. Because that's where it sits on the top shelf, on the high shelf. Oh, can I help somebody this morning? Because tequila and vodka and gin are considered the light kind of liquor that's on the top shelf. But brandy, come on, and scotch and liquor and whiskeys, uh, uh, they're considered the dark top shelf niggas. Uh, oh, y'all better tell somebody she had to look that up. Oh, yes, she did. Oh, yes, she did. Uh, but, but, but it's, 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 it's elevated position is kind of a status uh, for this, uh, for, for, for the day. It's a symbolic for where they sit in the minds of the people who drink it. You see, not everybody can afford the top shelf. Not everybody can afford the good stuff. So we place it on the top shelf. But every now and then, somebody will come by and request the top shelf stuff. Oh, yes, they will. But, 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 but I learned something else. I learned something else about the, the, the top shelf liquor, Dr. Brown, if you will. Is that all right to talk right, about right. this and, and with the church folk? Uh, because this is what I learned is that it gets to be top shelf because of the quality of the ingredients. Uh-huh. Oh, come on here, girl. You better tell it. Uh, hallelujah. And the particular distilling process uh, that it goes through. Uh, oh, God, oh, God. Oh God. You see, the funny thing though about this liquor is that it didn't put itself on the shelf. All right. We did. All right. All oh, right. oh God. Oh God. You see, th- th- this is how a great example of how the human heart works. It has the propensity to elevate itself quickly, fast, and in a hurry. Always placing itself on the fast track. Oh, somebody say, look at me. You see, I've arrived. Check me out. I'm over here sitting with the high holy rollers. I'm sitting and talking and hobnobbing with the cream of the crop. So I asked the question this morning. Can I just ask a quick question, Pastor Keith, and I'm going to move out the way. Have you been through the process 
that has earned you a seat on the top shelf? Uh, or do you still need some refining? Do you still need some pruning? Do you still need some perfecting? And is God still polishing you? Oh, you don't have to tell me, but you can talk to God about it. You see, when we are in the business of self-elevation and self-exaltation, we are placing ourselves in a precarious place. Why do you say that, Pastor I? Because this is when you place yourself in a position where you have the best potential to fall. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. oh right. yeah. Right. I think I'm on to something this yeah. morning. Yeah. I, I think I'm telling somebody something. Yeah. 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 Uh, see, watch out, watch out, watch out. Yeah. Yeah. You see, there's nothing more embarrassing, nothing more than embarrassing than being in a place where people can see you, where everybody is looking at you, and something happens in your life that causes you to stumble. Causes you to trip and brings you down for all the world to see. Oh, there's nothing, there's nothing like it, nothing like it. Jesus knows, Jesus knows, my friends, where we belong. And he places us in the seat of humility until we have what it takes. To be lifted up. Oh, somebody better hear me this morning. I better say that again. That Jesus knows where we belong. And he places us in that seat of humility. In that lowly place. Until we have what it takes. To be lifted up. My third point. My third point. First first thing I told you was that that, that, uh, Jesus uh, Jesus sees it all. Right? That's the first thing I told you. And then I then I went on to talk about how how Jesus knows where we belong. Uh, well, the third thing I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to move out the way, is this is this um, that Jesus flips the script. Oh yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, he does. So, or oh, if you don't like that, he uses a reverse principle. Right. Yes, he does. Right. See, in verse number 11 of B, the B portion uh, of the scripture reminds us that. And that he who humbles himself will be exalted. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. See, he he who he who humbles him, he, he who exalts himself will be humbled. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But when we reverse it, we understand that he who humbles himself shall be exalted. Yeah, yeah. Jesus is clear in our text this morning. When when you self-elevate, you might be there for a moment. I don't deny that you won't get there. Uh-huh. But but can I tell you that it's only gonna be temporary. All your time in the sun won't last as long as you thought it might. Because Jesus says as soon as you get over you, then I can work in and through you. As soon as you move out of my way and make room for me to bring you to the place of humility, then you will be in a sure place. That place where your foot won't slip. That place where I can hold you fast. Yeah. Even when the earthquake comes. Yeah. And even when the mountains quake. Yeah. Even when it looks bad and things go wrong. Yeah. I can still hold you in place. Yeah. A place where you're not bound to fall. Jesus is the one. He is the one who can and who does flip our script. So that even though you might be in a 
chariots to our almighty God. So, 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 so when people see you in that position of honor, in that position of prestige, they will know that it was the hand of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. That put you in that place. Yes. And it will be the hand of God that can keep you in that place. When we allow Jesus, come on, Pastor Keith, to flip our script and apply that reverse principle, then we will understand as the writer of Matthew 20 and 16 says, and the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Come on, Pastor Keith, and bring it on home for us. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I got a couple points as well. And uh, I don't know when, when you got such a fireball and put it out there the way it is. You're wondering what are you Go supposed to say after this. But, but point number four <laughs> that we want you all to know is Hallelujah. that First Peter, Peter 5 and 6 verse 8 of that says, Humble yourself ah. under the power under of the God. Power. Some of us got to learn that God is large and in charge. Well. And so we got to humble ourselves. Our elective leaders need to let the world know that they understand that because some of them think they are God or, and are acting like God and are blaspheming against God and doing things as if they were large and in charge. But the Bible says, humble yourself under the power of Almighty God. And you know, there was a song out there some time ago that said, Jesus will pick you up if he has to reach way down. Y'all remember that song? True statement, but if you are humble before God, it really works. But if you ain't humble before God, it ain't going to work. It ain't true if if you're not humble. But Jesus will reach down and pick up those who are not proud and they're the humble. And the Bible tells us over and over and over again not to think too highly of ourselves. And in particular, Scripture, uh, God is telling us to wait on ourselves. Don't get so full of ourselves. Uh, Lower ourselves a peg or two under the almighty hand of God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all remember the story of the prodigal son? Mm-hmm. He had to humble himself. Yeah, he, did. he had gotten too much into himself. Ah. He had to humble himself after losing it all. He, he had to humble himself after being so full of himself. He had to eat humble pie, as we would say. We must be humble before God. Because if we are humble before God, our circumstances can be controlled. If we're humble before God, our circumstances can be changed for the better. And if we humble ourselves before God, our circumstances will land us in the right position, in the right time, in life as we go forward. I hope there are some witnesses out there who are hearing what we're saying. I don't know who this is for. We don't have a clue, but God laid it on our heart to talk about humbling yourselves this morning. And if we do this, 
Then point number five, and I'll be through. First Peter 5 and 6b says, if we do this, God will. Didn't say might, didn't say maybe, didn't say could be, could be not. He said, God will exalt me and he will honor us at the proper time. Yeah. Did you hear me out there? Uh, God will exalt us at the proper time. He will pick us up uh, and turn us around. He will lift us up. He will give us high positions and he will elevate us to the top shelf as Pastor I said. If we're lowering ourselves and serving God, we'll get us to higher heights and and God, as he lifts us up Jesus. to our proper places. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. And at the yes, proper yes, time. Ain't nothing worse than people who can't wait on God mm. to get it at the right time. They got to rush and go so quickly and, and move on up and try to push other folk out of the way. That's what Jesus is saying. We got folk who are elbowing others, moving them out of the way so that they can get the high places. So if we're following Jesus' example in this text, that will get us where we need to go. Humble yourselves, whoever this is for. Humble yourselves. And all of us, I think it is for in some respect, because sometimes we all get too full of ourselves. We don't do it like we should. We, we're so worried about if I can get in line first before somebody else, or if I can get mine first before somebody else, or if I can just do this and push them out of the way so that I can make it. We're not humbling ourselves. And God is looking, as Pastor I had said. And so, if we follow Jesus' example, then we will get to an humble state of mind. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. Amen.